am vengeance. I am the night. I am also a podcast. I am a podcast. 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 Oh! It's a show. It's a show. Audio only, though. What is it about? If you have time, I can tell you that it is a podcast about Batman a Batman podcast. Uh, what did you want me to say in this part? It's a show! Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> I am a podcast. Whoa! Hey! with fans and people. Welcome to Batman the Animated Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Michael, and you're listening to an audio variety show for your ears based on the legendary 1990s cartoon, Batman the Animated Series. Today's sponsor, Bullets for Bullock. Ammo specifically designed to only work with weapons carried by fictional Gotham detective Harvey Bullock. Today's episode, A Bullet for Bullock. Someone put a hit out on Gotham's toughest cop, Harvey Bullock. After surviving several near misses, Bullock realizes he has no choice but to ask his arch-rival Batman to help him discover who is behind the murder attempts. But during their investigation, Bullock learns that his gruff and mean-spirited manner has created enemies in the unlikeliest of people. Written by Michael Reeves, directed by Frank Parr, supervising composer Shirley Walker with music by Harvey R. Cohen, animation services by Studio Junio. Kevin Conroy as Batman, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. as Alfred, Robert Costanzo as Detective Bullock, with Greg Berger as Rosie, Marie Devon as Summer Gleason, Jeffrey Jones as Nivens, and Leanne Shermer as Officer Renee Montoya. Today's fan, Oscar Montoya. Speaking of Montoya's, Oscar is a comedian, actor, and writer who I met at UCB. He hosts one of my fave live shows, UCB Drag Race, as well as the podcast Inside the Disney Vault. So, without further ado, let's get to it. So, Oscar Montoya. Yes. I never call you by your full name. It's very weird. <laughs> uh, but now that's the, the audience knows your full name if yes. they hadn't read the title of the episode. <laughs> uh, did you grow up watching Batman? What were, what were your cartoons growing up? I did. I um, Actually, I came to this country in 1994. So I have headphones on. It feels weird hearing my voice. Yeah, so you I'm going to take them off. Them. Um, I came to this country in 1994. Uh, and the First thing I was into was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, because um, as an immigrant, like not knowing English, watching brightly colored people in spandex like gesticulating was really fun. <laughs> and you didn't have to speak English to understand it. But then I got into that was like the Disney Afternoon cartoons, and Batman was one of those. And those were my life. I mean, like. Power Rangers and Batman both had an equal... I mean, like, man, I loved both of them so much. What was it that drew you to Batman? Because Power Rangers, super clear, right? Like, brightly oh, yeah. colored, just like big kaiju-y giant monsters, yeah. sparks. Batman's yeah. a dark show. Fun and stupid, yeah. And, like, yeah, Batman... The theme song, straight up, was something I have... I don't think I've ever experienced as a kid growing up. We're sort of, like... 
I don't know, the things that were happening were like brightly colored, fun, silly, goofier stuff. And Batman, the animated series, was pure tone. Mm-hmm. Unlike anything I've ever seen. I mean, I'm trying to hard to think of another show that captured a tone like that at the time. And I don't, I mean, I, I do you, like, I don't know. I don't think there was anything that, that was that dark and that well done. Yeah. I think they the tone was like, they tried to emulate that tone afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. They're like Gargoyles was like Disney's take on it. But exactly. it was still a little goofier. That's right, yeah. Still Disney, you know, you can't, you can't take the Disney off of, any, no, you, you can put I mean? the Star Trek The Next Generation cast into Disney, but you can't take the Disney out of Gargoyles. <laughs> As the Perfect old saying analogy. goes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Batman was something I've I've never seen before. And also, like, you know, le- Batman is, like, legendary. It's an icon. You know, you're familiar. Even if you've never read a comic before or seen any of the movies, like, you know who Batman is. You know something about Batman. So you're sort of familiar with the language going in. Um, and you're sort of, yeah, you're familiar with the tone of it, right? And I think, like, with the movies that came out around the same time, they sort of, like the Tim Burton movies anyway, they were, they sort of, like, helped us all be like, oh, this is all, like, the Batman that we're going to be into, right? The old 60s, like, Camp Batman is sort of dead, mm-hmm. and now we're we're like evolving to a darker, more serious Batman. Right, because those movies were so huge and successful, mm-hmm. it allowed everybody to like this new version of something. Right, and and that's the version we all know now, right? Or at least we remember like stronger anyway. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize like, oh, in the in the comics, it was so campy and like punny and like silly, you know. Uh, the the movie the from the sixties right with the shark repellent like all of that was so campy I love that movie but it's not the Tim Burton Batman no. which to me is like the correct Batman if I'm allowed to like <laughs> I think everybody does have a correct Batman right right exactly yeah yeah there's and, so much so many versions of the character that there, there's an ownership of it yes exactly right yeah so to me like that Batman the animated series was sort of like that Batman that I really loved and was really into, but, like, in a cartoon form, which is, like, come on, it's a win-win for a kid. Yeah, it's way more fun. Yeah, way more fun. Yeah. So you mentioned that you didn't have, like, a firm grasp on maybe the English language when you first moved here? Yes. So were you watching this cartoon, say, when you didn't fully understand it, or was it more speaking that you didn't have a No, a I, yeah, I, th- I remember, I mean, I must have seen the cartoons later on, like, it wasn't like right when I moved I saw them like it w- it took a while like at that time I kind of knew I knew already how to speak. I also took to speaking English very quickly because I had to. Yeah. Uh and uh yeah as a kid just just sort of like learn languages faster. Um if I had to learn a language right now it would take me forever to learn them. You know what I mean? Uh it's like very hard but for a kid it's like real easy. You got that elastic brain. Yeah, you know. Kids love to learn, you know? Uh, But, yeah, I saw Batman the Animated Series, uh, yeah, fully understanding the English language. Do you remember what the first episode was you saw or, like, one of the first memories of it? One of the first... I remember anything with Selena Kyle, like, the Catwoman episodes, because I thought she was designed so cool. Um, And the sort of, like, will they, won't they romance with Batman, I was, like, 
so really invested, even though I was very much like a kid who was like, ew, like affection is gross. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're all t- yeah, as boys, we're all taught to feel weird about feelings. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We're shamed. We're shamed Ex- a lot. <laughs> exactly. Truly. Um, our lives are hard. Uh, yeah, it's very hard to be a man uh, in this world. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was like the, the time where it was like, OK, to be like invested in a romantic relationship. Right. It was yeah. always a subplot, too. Yeah, always. Just, yeah. you know, they're on a rooftop at the end and then. Lean in for a kiss and he disappears or right. doesn't. Or she like, yeah, moves away or whatever. But yeah, I, I thought it was sort of cool because also she she was an interesting character because she blurred the line. Like I, I was like, she's a villain, but she's like not bad all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, it, it was it's sort of complex. Yeah, it was. Well, I, I think was that's really what's interesting about this one, the Bullet for Bullock episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Bullock is played? I mean, there's no will they, won't they? I wish there was a version of Batman. There's got to be a fanfic <laughs> out there. Yeah, uh, where they're like hooking up or something. But <laughs> I'm sure it exists. Yeah, I'm sure there's like tons of those, <laughs> just exclusively. Uh, <laughs> Bullock and Batman. Bullockandbats.com. Yeah. Dot com. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I think Bullock is a character, and, and I was talking earlier with a with a buddy who loves the show, and mm-hmm. he was saying what he likes about this interpretation mm-hmm. of Bullock is in the comics he's he's a crooked cop, yeah. even in the Nolan movies. That's right. You know, I think it's like there's a version of him, like Flass, or there's a crooked cop that's very Bullock-like, and mm-hmm. you know he he. This this version of him, and I think this version of Batman, there is like a slight bit of hope and idealism. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he may have unconventional or shitty methods and he breaks the rules, but he's a right. good man deep down. Yeah, yeah. It's funny looking, uh, watching this episode as an adult mm-hmm. and then remembering it as a kid because as a kid, I hated Bullock so much. What did you he, hate about him? Everything about him. The way that he looked. <laughs> he was just so like me. I, growing up as a kid, I had a very strong sense of justice. I was like one of those kids who was like, people who aren't doing things right should be punished. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I grew up like being such like a good kid and like being so aware of like the rules and like adhering to the rules. So for someone who like didn't follow the rules, they were a a, a bad guy, a villain to me, right? So Bullock is interesting because, and and also I guess Catwoman too, because I I'm like, you're supposed to be a bad guy, but you're not. Uh, to me, as a kid who was sort of who saw things like black and white, this gray was very hard for me to digest, and sort of I, I sort of just like distanced myself from it. Like there was something about him that I just like did not and he was like boisterous the accent was like so off-putting to me you know <laughs> i mean he's a horrible slob of a human being i mean they made it very clear in that episode how terrible that man is you yes know? and smelly <laughs> and there's like garbage in his house oh. i mean he has the classic shine a flashlight on a wall and a and bunch of roaches scatter. perfectly gross shot Ooh. why don't we dig into it from Let's the beginning yeah so after the theme song ends, we have that title card. Right. Real nice jazzy score. Oh, my gosh. Well, the music, period, in this episode is yeah. unbelievable. Um, I And then after I saw this, I was like, I wonder if the music is as good in the other episodes. And it, there, the music is good in the other episodes, but the music in this episode in particular mm-hmm. is special. I think whenever they do the gangland stuff, they lean into the jazz a little mm-hmm. bit more. Mm-hmm. Like they uh, that like uh, first ventriloquist episode. Oh, I read love my lips has That's like right. a very cool 
percussive, mm-hmm. jazzy score. Mm-hmm. And there's just something fun about it. Yeah. I mean, in this one, they have that da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> like there's... Yeah, right away, right? It like started with... Oh, the music was so great. Uh, I love the title card. I love the yeah. music. And I, I think we start with like Bullock walking home. Like mm-hmm. it just starts with a character that is not a major hero, not a major villain. No. He's been an ancillary character for like, you know, 60 episodes yeah. at this point. Uh, and, he, you know, somebody tries to run him over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how, that's the first yeah. like minute of the episode. <laughs> He's like, wait a second. I think someone's after me here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, oh, also, we know it's sort of the holidays, right? Yes. We see like wreaths in the background. Yeah, and people are houses. slowly taking down decorations yeah. later. Yeah, yeah I, I consider this kind of like... Kind of like a diehard of Batman episodes. It's yes. not a Christmas episode, but mm-hmm. it is like a Christmas, New Year's adjacent. Right. And I love any piece of media that kind of just has that as a backdrop. Yeah, me too. Where it's not, it's a holiday episode, but it's not blatantly holiday-esque. Yeah. You know? It's not cloying. Yeah. Is there, you're the perfect person to ask this, but is there a Christmas episode in Batman the Animated Series. Well, yes, I watch it every year. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is it? I don't remember. Christmas with the Joker is the second episode of the series. Yes. Okay. Cool. And he he hosts a you know hacked Christmas special and mm-hmm. kidnaps everybody and puts candy canes this. in their mouths. And, yes. Uh, and then there is one called Holiday Nights, which is an anthology of. Christmas oh. and New Year's episodes. So it's like starts before Christmas, then on Christmas, then on New Year's. And they're all, you got your clay face, you got your Joker, uh, you got a sweet little moment. You, you see Gordon and Batman have a cup of coffee every New Year's. It's real sweet. Oh, all right. I'd re- Harley and Ivy. Harley wants a tree. Ivy doesn't because oh you're killing gosh. a Well, plant. that pairing, my favorite pairing. It's great. That episode, I forgot the title of that episode, but that was one of my favorites. Harley and Ivy is the name. Harley and Ivy? yeah. yeah. One of my favorites. So good. It's fun. It's it's very, at the time, forward thinking. And yeah. now, like, you know, cool to see that they were trying stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they strap Batman and try to drown him in poison. And he's strapped down and tied down in, um, I think, like, toasters and, like, uh-huh. housewifey kind of <laughs> yeah, machines. Yeah, right. Which is, like, a very, very funny. They were trying. <laughs> yeah, like... Man will be killed by the subjugation of women on a children's TV show. Uh, so Bullock calls Batman to the roof, mm-hmm. which is very unusual. Because he's had enough. He yeah. was like, I can't go to Gordon for this. I got to go straight to the top. So Batman. much cool language in this episode, mm-hmm. too. Like, a lot of good zingers. Oh, my gosh. So many good zingers. My favorite zinger, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, I mean, jump around. My favorite zinger is by far Alfred saying he looks like an unmade bed. Yes, I Boom. wrote that down. He's Harvey very Bullock, sassy. The detective who looks like an unmade yeah. bed. <laughs> That's an incredible That's, piece of dialogue. Yeah, That's and incredible. very clear. I know exactly. The imagery is perfect. And he's right. Look he's at his right. pants. <laughs> I think it's a bed sheet. <laughs> Yeah, Bullock says to Batman that uh, somebody tried to give me a fender massage. Fender that's massage how people is talk great. back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what t- what time period is this supposed to be? It is timeless, right? Timeless. It's like a generic kind of. I, I feel like it's like a '30s, '40s noirish. Right. It's like Gotham world. City is sort of stuck in time. Right. So it is present day, but it's very sort of. Harking back to that. Exactly. They have like black and white TVs. Right. But they do seem to have special effects when right. they need them. And there are police blimps with... Those don't exist oh, anywhere else. 
yeah, that's what I love about the show is that it created this world that like feels accessible but isn't. But isn't, yeah. Any win. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Uh, what does he do? Oh, we also see like uh, Bullock at home uh, with this guy Nivens. Who Nivens, is yeah. In a, in a very fancy like smoking jacket. Right. Who is Nivens in this episode? Because he's not the superintendent, right? I thought he was just a neighbor. It sounds I think he's like a building manager. Okay. But I don't know entirely. I, for, he, yeah, I thought he was like the doorman or something because he's dressed in a, dare I say, costume, you know? It looked like a costume. He looks me. very fancy for a man who's just alone at exactly. home. And I can't imagine the neighborhood because it was re- it's referenced later that the neighborhood isn't the best neighborhood. Right. Um, so like he sort of stands out as weird to me. I'm like, oh, okay. You know. Huh. Spoiler alert: Nivens I mean, does end up trying to kill him. So how, uh, yeah. How did I mean? Like, did you catch on to that the first time you saw it? So the first time, I I don't think I did yeah. for sure. I think it got me. Yeah. Um, and it couldn't be more obvious now. Yes, because oh, so obvious. <laughs> they spend so much time with one character yeah. up top who is not a crime lord. Yep. Uh, and I think it could have been an easy fix if they just ha- showed Bullock being shitty to a bunch of normal people. Exactly, yeah. Just give us a few more suspects, and who knows, maybe right. it was cut for time, but I was like, ah, this is so obvious now. Man, in an alternate universe, I if I... I wish it was Summer who was after him. Yeah. You know? so sort of a dick to her. You know? Yeah, that moment, I mean, later in the episode when he's like trying to get a favor from her, which very cool scene, all that blue lighting. Very cool. Just the way that you had to edit TV yeah. shows at the time, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> when he turns her chair and leans in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we got a little bit of a Weinstein oh, vibe. <laughs> yes, and that weird face he makes. Harvey. She ain't Bullock. having it, though. She ain't having it. No, and uh, I think he's a better man. I'd like to think that he's... I think so, too. I think it was, in my brain, I thought it was an attempt to have a, like, to be, like, approachable. Like, that's his approachable face. Yeah. Um, and an unmade bed has no approachable uh, face. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> Uh, anyway, sorry, that was a f- fast-forward moment. But uh, Rewind. Yeah, let's rewind back to Nivens, who's Nivens. sort of put upon by this guy. Voiced by Jeffrey Jones, bad dude in real life. Who's Jeffrey Jones? Jeffrey Jones is an actor. Great, I mean, I guess great actor. I liked him. He, he showed up a lot in 80s stuff. He was in Beetlejuice. Uh-huh. Um, <gasps> and he's in Ferris Ed Wood. Be- was he in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I think that is him. I'm not sure. I haven't seen Ferris Bueller in how a while. He a, how is he a bad man? Uh, he's a pedophile. Uh-huh. He got caught with... Yes, he got yes, caught. Yes, that's the man from yeah, Ferris yeah. Bueller. Yes. Yeah, I know exactly what you're that talking is him. about. So, yeah. it's just a real bummer. Yikes. Um, but also, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but does a great job. I, that, that's why I was like happy that he was screamed at by Harvey yeah, Bullock even yeah, more. Exactly. <laughs> But I mean, I, I get. Also, here's what I'll say about Nivens too. As a kid, I would have related to Nivens. Oh yeah, for I would sure. have been like, yes, the apartment smells like garbage. Like he trapped I mean, mud in. He just walked, and there were and he didn't apologize. He didn't care. This man is a menace, right? They called him nerd. He was like, hey, move it, nerd. <laughs> Which like, at the time is a huge. I mean, now it's nothing. But now you're like, oh, you're a little outdated. Exactly. Nerd it was a huge diss in the 90s. Yes. You did not want to be called a nerd no. in the 90s. That I mean, if bad. anything, you should call it Nivens' mustache was very Walt Disney-like. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Move it, Disney. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I, 
I, I'm not mad at Nivens for getting upset with no. Bullock. You no. know what I mean? I, I think he, he had, like, ju- it must have been a tricky balance of, like, give this character a justification to right. want to kill him. But also, we still can't side with him. Right. No, no, exactly. Enough. Yeah. Also, um, we just met him. We don't care about that guy. No. We love Nivens. Bullock. He lives yeah. in a cockroach home. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Was, I mean, it was cool to see his paranoia mount, too. Like, that first time oh. he walks in his home, and he's he jumps because the cockroaches scare him, and he yeah. thinks somebody's trying to kill him. Right. Uh, second time later in the episode, he walks in, jumps because Batman actually exactly. is in his yeah. home. Yeah. It's insane to me that he didn't flinch with the... I mean, it's not just, like, a cockroach. It was, like... I want to say a dozen cockroaches mm-hmm. just scurrying about. That's filthy. That to him is okay. Yeah. <sighs> it's a bummer. I just can't. It's I sad. Can't handle him. No way. Uh, I, one of the things I do like about this episode, and this is maybe a general thought, is... I think the voice acting is particularly good. It's yes. a very good level of grounded mm-hmm. while still maintaining that it's a cartoon. Because it's oh, hard yeah. to do that, to pull off that level of voice acting and yeah. make it sound natural. It's tough. Well I, th- well, I think also what's interesting is this episode didn't have a, any sort of supervillain nope. at all. It was like the most grounded, one of the most grounded Batman episodes in the sense that it was like all very real to life. All of the quote unquote bad guys were all gang bosses. You know, yeah, maybe they had interesting noses, <laughs> right? I mean, that they were the drawn really thing. cool. That's the that's a cool thing about this episode is that they were all the faces of the ex, the people that the one offs or mm-hmm. whatever were all drawn so cool. That like guy who almost spoiler almost shot Bullock in the back, yeah, had such a cool face. He had creepy, such a cool design. Very creepy, very memorable, and I think yes. it, it felt it, those episodes feel so much more noirish because it is. Yes. About, they almost feel like Dick Tracy villains. Yeah. Literally, I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like weird, mutated faces. He looked like he was tweaking too. He uh-huh. just like he was not in the right headspace. No, he had like circular eyes and like you're talking about the guy on the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this weird. His nose was like. Circular and long or something. Yeah, I don't it was know. just weird. It's a yeah. It's and there were just pigeons, just cooped yeah. up pigeons on the top of a roof. The <laughs> detail in this episode too, like, and you could. I was listening on headphones, and I uh-huh. never noticed it, but there's so much cooing. Yeah, in the background, like even as they're fading out, it's like. <laughs> also, in the episode where they're at the um, uh, the office, the constant like type typewritering, clicking, uh-huh. and clacking, constant. That yeah. person was not taking a break from typing that report. Really good sound design. It was great sound design. Yeah. Loved it. it well, we good. had, yeah, Montoya and Bullock yeah. trying to bust the first person on his list. Yes. Yeah, he's like trying to go out there and find the perp who tried to kill him before they can do it again. Right. Little does he know, it's his neighbor. That's right. But as for a, now. As a, also, also, as a kid, having a character, because my name is Oscar Montoya, so having a character with your last name is the coolest thing. And I, I like sort of, I have an older sister, so I sort of like envisioned my sister to be a cop. She like, was a Renee Montoya figure to you? Right. I mean, I, I wanted her to. I was just like, oh, the des- destiny has written for you to be a cop <laughs> because you share the same last name from like a really strong woman. Unfortunately, she turned into, like she was in 
uh, nose, throat, and ears doctor, so not a cop. I mean, strong woman. She failed me hard. Okay, but, well, I feel uh, like this is a little, you know unfair to her. <laughs> you watched a she cartoon. Failed. Okay, well, she fair failed. Enough. Wow, Oscar, um, another <laughs> cartoon police hat for Christmas. Thank you. Um, yeah, again, we're we're grown the, now. <laughs> your name is Renee. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not again, Christina. it's embroidered with Renee. I see. Very very nice embroidery. <laughs> Stitching is great. It's excellent. I'm not above doing that. Yeah. Well, mm. no. It, it seems obvious to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love Montoya she's too. She's great. She's such a cool character. Man, uh, she's so cool. And this was a different voice actor uh-huh. uh, she, who took over. I didn't know that there were multiple voice actors when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but hey, fun fact. It was. Fact. <laughs> uh, all the smokestacks, there's a lot of smoke, a lot of coffee, yes. you know, like steam. That's fucking hard in a cartoon. That's it not an is. easy thing. It is. Also in the opening, the ex- the explosion at the very beginning mm-hmm. looks very cool. And then it morphs into the Batmobile smoke, mm-hmm. which I was like, man, every detail of this, well, the opening is unlike any. One of the better openings of all time, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's just very elegantly directed, oh, too. Oh, man. It's just meticulously done. Every detail is important. Yep. You know? And I think that's I think that really did shape what I wanted to do. I mean, even if it was like a silly comedy thing, yeah. the detail of what you put into like a UCB show or something, yeah. uh, like you do that UCB Drag Race show, mm-hmm. which I love, so I'm it's plugging it. There will be an episode, an episode. I'm calling your show an episode, a live show in January uh, when pe- so that people oh, can see. So what day is that on? What? Oh, uh, the uh, Friday the 15th. Check it out. UCB Franklin. UCB Come Franklin. to Los Angeles. Midnight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think like the detail that like you put into a show like that, yeah. right? Or like, you know, there are shows where like you don't have to plan things out as as meticulously but i feel like it's watching this kind of stuff at least influenced me even if i'm not making a batman cartoon right uh you grew up on like good quality stuff and it makes you want to make good quality oh yeah i mean the devil's in the details you know i mean and it shows it's in hell (laughs) sorry it just completely derailed your thought (laughs) you're not wrong you're not wrong just saying (laughs) but i mean like that's that's what makes a funny comedian uh, that's the distinction between a funny comedian and a smart comedian. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of funny comedians. There's very few smart comedians, and the smart comedians are ones, or just yeah, I, I'm just tacking comedy there because this is what we do. Um, but it's smart comedians are really meticulous about the details, mm-hmm. you know. And the people who people listen to that and they watch it and they and they appreciate that. Right. I mean, ultimately, it dictates what kind of stuff we want to see more mm-hmm. of. So the more good right. stuff that's out there that becomes popular, or like, you know, the Tim Burtony Batman stuff that ended right. up influencing and making this a reality, mm-hmm. you got to make good detail-oriented things. Yeah, it's true. It's so funny, yeah. <clears throat> the Tim Burton Batman influenced Batman the Animated Series, and Batman the Anim- Animated Series influenced, like, the comic books. Oh, We yeah. had Harley Quinn because of... The animated series. Yeah, I feel like the animated series Clayface, the game. I believe, also was I mean, a he, he was there beforehand in the comics, but he was much goofier. Like, Mr. Yeah. Freeze, Clayface, all those guys were... Oh, Mr. Freeze, yeah. You know, like, dumb villain, you know, kind of goofy villains. Right. I think Clayface's origin was he walked into a magical lake. Or like no. with like weird supernatural properties. One of the original Clayfaces. There are multiple. What? Uh, and I think they combined some origins for, for his. But I... It, 
this version of Batman always feels like the perfect distillation of, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, we're going to take what worked from this and this and this, right. and then we're going to do it our own way. Like, even yeah. this, I think, was an adaptation of a comic book story. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was an old detective comic story. Oh, awesome. Which I've never read, but, yeah. you know, take oh, a good cool. thing. But this version of Bullock's more interesting. Right, right. He did say up on that roof, you got the right to remain silent. If you give up that right, you'll probably bore me to tears, dog breath. Also, huh? <laughs> also, just read him the Miranda rights. Yeah, All right, I mean, what you're doing is illegal. No, no, no. I got a good dog breath insult. <laughs> he could probably hang out with Buzz from uh, <laughs> Home Alone. They'd get along well. He could be Buzz's dad. Oh, God. Ugh. Ew. Buzz's girlfriend. <laughs> uh we see Bullock goes home. Oh, he walks out of Dunko Donuts. Right. Which I loved, which was like one of those Perpetuating the stereotype that <laughs> yeah, cops, cops love donuts. Love donuts. And he got like a lot. <laughs> he got a ton of donuts. Yeah. Like what? Seven? A I bag. Mean, he, yeah, he got a whole bunch of them. I mean. He's a portly dude. I mean, yeah. I, I That makes sense to me. Yeah. It is an insane amount of donuts. of donuts, even if you're a donut fiend. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but For one man, it is excessive. You got a huge, like a big gulp sized yeah. coffee, which I mean, it's just like a very sad life. I think it was the first time I've ever seen the Gotham Metro. Yeah, exactly. He went there, you know, somebody pushed him onto the tracks, yeah. knocked over his donuts. And then he kicked it at the, I love that. I love that little thing at the end. He climbed up, looked down at the donuts, and then kicked it. Right, like that's the bummer to him. It's like, yeah. ugh, this was my only, the only good thing that happened to me was I bought what these donuts. What a sad existence. Yeah, I think when you're older, Bullock is much sadder. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, very sad. I, I understand him. why he's so grumpy. Yeah. He's a sad guy. I love Bullock. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Then he walks in, I think, the next day, or maybe it's later that night, and Montoya's like, you don't look so good. (laughs) Oh, I love how direct everyone is, too. Yeah, you never looked good, but tonight, (laughs) I was like, whoa. I was like, okay, I guess that's that's their relationship, but also like, wow, harsh. Harsh. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty rough. Come on. I mean, I guess if you're hanging out with Bullock, he's a brash guy. That's true. You got to keep up. Yeah, you got to go toe to toe with that guy. <laughs> and she asks, like, "What are you doing for New Year?" Like, Same thing as Christmas. My laundry. Oh, so sad. Yeah, to confidently so say sad. that. <laughs> uh, and 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 you know, I guess it's just a defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but then they look into Vincent Starkey, aka Vinny the Shark. That's right. Um. Which, you know, one of the things I noted was that uh, when Batman was talking to him about it, Batman lifted Bullock yeah. by like by his shirt. And I was like, whoa, Batman can lift Bullock? Also, Batman is taller than Bullock, which is yeah. something I didn't... Because I thought, like, Bullock is this imposing guy, like, 6'7 or something, like, you know, 300 and something pounds. And, I mean, I don't know. How, how tall do you think Batman is? I'm guessing Batman's like a 6'2". Right, yeah. 6'3". I think he's supposed to be kind of tall. Yeah, he's sort of... I mean, he's like a very, like... Bruce Wayne is a handsome man, right? At least yeah. he's supposed to. And to be handsome, <laughs> you have to be tall. Oh, yeah, no. That's There's a no such thing as a short, handsome no, man. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No. Short people are cute. Tall people are <laughs> handsome. Yes. Um, but, yeah, he's even taller than Bullock. Which bears um, brings a question like, how tall is Bullock? Is Bullock like five seven? I guess yeah. I don't know. Somewhere between like five seven, five ten. Very disappointing. Yeah, you know, I always you you always imagine him taller. Yeah, you but when you see do. him in person in a cartoon, yeah. 
when you see him lifted by Batman. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, I also love that it's snowing all episode. Yeah. I wrote that. I wrote that. Uh, <laughs> I just wrote snowy all ep. But that's fun. It's fun. I like it. I like the snow. Mm-hmm. When we get to that Summer Gleason interview, again, right. very cool. Very cool lighting. Very I really cool like sound this design. character. A Bullock or Summer? Summer. So she appears throughout the series. Yeah. Which is cool. I think this is like the most she's gotten. Maybe she was like a peripheral character in one other episode. She's like the... She's not an anchor, but she's someone... She's like a news reporter, right? She, yeah, she's a news reporter. Yeah. Usually, like, she's like, Summer Gleason on the scene. Right. But she's also... She edits the footage as well. I feel like she does all the work. Mm-hmm. Which, which I think is cool. It's great. I feel like she would be at home in the movie Nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah. God. She's Jake Gyllenhaal's character. She is Jake, she's a, she's <laughs> That's a, her an amoral yeah. monster. <laughs> what you don't see on screen right. is that, that she, she is that. <laughs> Uh, come on, Gleason. Yep. And oh, then he breaks into her moment. office. I loved that. Yeah. Well, they even set this up ahead of time. I mean, it's laid out pretty thick when Batman and Bullock first meet on the on the roof, but it's, we're not so different, you and I, essentially. Like, That's you kind of right. bend the rules, I bend the rules. He's like, okay, we got to do it clean, Bullock. Right. Um, Batman says something that's like, what was it? Like, we're... We're on the same side of the law, but we're different or something like that. Yeah, because in the beginning, he's like, we couldn't be more different. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, come on, let's see that sitcom. I'd love to. You know? Yeah, and then I ship was... them. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's where you were going? That's ultimately what I want. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Move it to HBO. this. <laughs> uh, it's the deuce by way right. of Batman and Bullock. <laughs> Oh boy, I, I don't know where this happened. I think oh, I, I did. They talk about Cracktown mm-hmm. at one point, which I thought was kind of bold for a cartoon. Yeah, but as a kid, you're not really aware. Nope. Right? Cracktown I wasn't. just has a cool. It sounds cool to me. Yeah. As an adult, it's like oh. Cracktown. I mean, usually you'd hear Crime Alley <laughs> in this show, but I feel like Cracktown was like no, it's crack. That's very self. <laughs> Like there's no That's all we do it. here. We just do crack. Yeah, hey. Oh, welcome to Cracktown. Can we interest you in some crack? <laughs> just a nice bow tie and tuxedo. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, Batman is, you know, interrogating perps. He does the classic drop a guy from a roof. Oh, gosh. Also, yeah, that's so funny because he drops a guy. We've seen that countless times, yes. right? It's his go-to, right? If you are a criminal. First of all, like, why are you continuing to commit crimes when Batman is like I would if Batman was around I'd be like no like no crimes no one do any crimes <laughs> Batman is someone to be feared okay yeah, he, he's creepy he's creepy <laughs> and he will drop you from a building and he'll catch you at the last moment but I want to talk about the physics of this for a second mm-hmm. because he dropped the guy he was like really just flying down the building. Yeah, he, he hadn't fired his rope yet. He hadn't fired his rope. He got grabbed the rope. Almost the guy almost got almost like you know killed himself. But a car almost. Hit yeah, him there was too, a big truck coming. Which is like, oh my gosh, what a horrible way to die! <laughs> Falling down and then getting run over by a being truck. being interrogated about somebody you barely know. Exactly. But then he he catches the rope, catches him. He gets saved, but. Didn't the same thing happen uh, that we're going to cross to an, a different universe, the Marvel Universe, but didn't, here we are at the Marvel Universe, Welcome. but didn't Gwen Stacy die 
the exact same way. Did she? I mean, I knew that she what got thrown, but was she thrown the green, by the Green Goblin? Yeah, the off Green of, Goblin. Yeah, the bridge. Okay, some bridge. I want to say Brooklyn Bridge. Um, and Spider Man ch- caught her, but because she fell from such a great height, like it, she he snapped her neck, right? And that's how oh, she died. God, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I just remember Green Goblin threw her. Right. Yeah, but he saved her. But because you know physics. So that's why Peter Parker feels really guilty because he feels like he can, I mean, he did yeah. kill Gwen Stacy, but it was unavoidable. Batman's going to die. No better than the Green Goblin. Exactly. But this guy survived, which is like, hmm. I mean, there's a version of this where I want him to like grab him by the ankle and then just the rest of his body falls <laughs> off because of the weight. <laughs> or his skeleton just pops out of his skin. <laughs> It does feel like he he's for sure breaking their legs. Yeah, no. These people are seriously hurt. They will not recover easily. No. No. No, but he needed to know where Vinny the Shark yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess that is... That's interesting. I got to revisit that Amazing Spider-Man yeah, comic. Yeah, it's good. Um, but this isn't Screw It. We're going to talk about Spider-Man by Okay, Will now Hines. we're in the DC Universe. <laughs> Whoa! Here we are! Crackdown! Crackdown! <laughs> DC creates memorable locations that don't exist in the real world. Gotham City, Metropolis, Cracktown. So, let's see. Oh, yeah, then, you know, Bullock says, this guy's coming to whack me when Summer finds him afterwards. And she's like, look on the bright side. You'll make the six Six o'clock news. Yeah. Snappy. Yeah, he deserved it. Yeah. He broke Everyone into her is office. so sassy. Yeah, it's real in Gotham good. City. It's really good. So Batman picks up Bullock in a Batmobile mm-hmm. after he calls for a taxi. Yeah. He's like, oh, come on. And it, yeah. Taxi does not comply. No I way. did like, there's a lot of fun comedy. It's a lot of character comedy. Like, yeah. hey, Starship, what does this button do? And he's like, passenger ejector seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, I want to see this buddy movie. I really do. It's how I feel about, I don't know how big of a Simpsons fan you are. Oh. But like, mm-hmm. the, is it the spinoff showcase or the one with Wiggum and <gasps> um, Principal Skinner? Yes. Skinner and Wiggum, like the P.I. Like right. it's, I think it's like in Miami or something. Or yeah. <laughs> maybe I, Miami or New Orleans or some cool city. Right, right. Uh, with like a, its own flavor. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I want to see only this yeah. show. <laughs> I would be so down to see that show. I'd watch that paired back-to-back with Bullock and Batman. Yes! The uh, BB Boys. The BB Boys. BB Boys are... The BB Boys. It's Friday night. <laughs> and the BB Boys are bright. Gotta have some fun. BB Boy, you're done. BBIF. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Uh, Love it. Glad Love it. Come up. Love it. Uh, they sneak up to Motor Corps. Yes. Which I thought had a very cool painted sign. It is really cool. The design's oh. great. Um, and then they have that big fight. Yeah, they sneak mm-hmm. in. They fight Vinny the Shark. Who we have that cool. jazzy. Yeah, He's got big, big ass lips. Oh yeah, He's a Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. For he had sure. such a cool voice too. Yeah. Uh, it was it was very like reserved. Yeah. Uh, we had that jazzy da 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 da. Loved it. Bullock rides down on a big hook. Yeah. <laughs> He's more nimble than I imagined yeah, him to it, be. Yeah, again, the physics here are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Gravity works differently in Gotham City. And I'm okay Oh, I'm with all it. about it. 
One way ticket to Gotham City, please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank it passes you. through Cracktown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love when they threw the smoke bomb, and there's just it's it's another like cool Batman moment that you see a lot. But it's him lumbering through the smoke, just like taking people oh, out. Yes. Yeah. The moments too that I really enjoyed. This was like a running little gag of that thing where he disappears mid conversation. And Bullock's just like, oh, my God, this is insane. The this hell? is what Gordon feels like. Yeah. Or he makes <laughs> yeah. it. The fact that we're at the point in the series where we can make references to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Like, we all know Batman does that. That's what he does. He leaves in the middle of a sentence that you're about to I say. I mean, that's that's his, uh, what he does to people in, in life. <laughs> exactly. Right. You don't, he doesn't have time for that. No, he's a distant, horrible father figure <laughs> that for some reason everybody likes. Well, we love our distant father figures. That's true. That's true. We all do. Uh, (laughs) Can't get enough of them. Nope, they're great. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I thought there was a nice shot of like Bullock racing to stop this guy. It was like a bird's eye view shot of like a catwalk and then the ground. Yeah. And the guy's running and Bullock is chasing him and then he leaps again on like you know. It was just cool staging. Yeah. You know, like grabbed onto a hook, swung down, knocked him over. Everything is so interesting. Yeah. All the shots are so. They could have just done a plain sort of boring fight scene. As a child, I would have been like, yeah, this is good enough for me. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. No, they went above and beyond. Like, that's what makes this cartoon so great. Yeah, I wonder how much they knew it was great while making it. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to enough people, but <laughs> I truly do wonder, like, you know, did it feel like something special? Yeah. I mean, watching it as a kid, you knew it was special, right? Yeah. Like, I knew it was special because I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah, I was obsessed with it. You know what I mean? So, like, I mean, I I didn't have the words to be, like, to really conceptualize the idea or whatever. But, like, I just knew, like, this is good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. My kid brain was like, this is good. Okay, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is on next. (laughs) I like the theme song. (laughs) Right. But this felt super special. Yeah. And then we what we end with Bullock. We think he's going to shoot him. Relax, Cowlhead. Right. Cowlhead was uh, it was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> he ran out of jokes at that point. Yeah, that's true. Also, so his many. life was in danger. He was just like, I I don't have time for this. You're right. He was improvising. Time. Right. It was probably more fun when you were there in right. the building. It's hard to film exactly, improv. Exactly. Exactly. This is he was he was workshopping it. Yeah. Didn't land as hard. So. He'll never say Cowlhead again. Hey Montoya, hey, will you go on a bust with me? I want to workshop yeah. some quips. <laughs> She's like, I got paid to do this. All right, fine. Honestly, they got a lot more work done when he thought that he was getting the right man. Like, what do you think? Like, maybe true. they should just pretend that yeah. he's always, you know, somebody's trying to kill him so they actually right. get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, you know, they had Bullock. They, they interviewed the guy or they right. interrogated him. <laughs> they Turns out, him. not the guy that wants to kill Bullock. No. Internal affairs is all over me like a cheap suit. Oh, yeah. Another line. That classic line. It was great. And then it turned out it was... Poor Nivens. Poor Nivens. Poor Nivens. I mean, really. Just so he didn't want to. I don't no. think he was going to kill Bullock. Yeah, him he just like holding him. that gun, oh. shaking with it, quivering. Honestly, I felt so bad for him. Quivens, yeah. <laughs> Quivens. <laughs> Batman kicking some, <laughs> some just like, you know... Sensitive dude's ass. I know. Like just swinging in full force of that a double man. kick <laughs> the way he kicks down the Joker. Yeah, that man's ribs are done. Oh, shattered. No way. Yeah. 
He won't recover that man. I mean, that's oh, how man. the Green Goblin killed uh, Captain Stacy <laughs> in Spider-Man. He, that's true. He double kicked his ribs until they yeah. were dust. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, Bullock is like, I owe you. Yeah. No. <laughs> you got enough on your plate, right. Bullock. And yeah, Bullock's like, I, I, I want to move anyway, so uh, I'll move anyway. So I guess like, he got what he wanted, but he's going to be in jail, Nivens. Yeah. You know? So sad. The one last thing that I mm-hmm. noticed about this episode as he turned was Bullock has perfect, like, Cinnabon ears. Yes! Yes! Real nice weird. cinnamon rolls. So weird. Looks delicious. <laughs> I guess you are what you eat. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not quite a donut, but it's close enough. That must be it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You're a true, uh, truly good improviser to just make that immediate justification. <laughs> Oh, why do they have Cinnabon ears? I don't know. You are what it's you are. It's got to make sense. Cool. Yeah. Great, great, great. Okay, Life's a Herald. Great. Yeah, Life's a Herald. <laughs> Just if I play game again, uh, heighten. Uh, great. Awesome. Cool. Well, any final thoughts on this episode or Batman, the animated series in general? I, I love this episode. I uh, It's not as like bombastic as the other ones because it's not like a, one of, you know, like a villain. I mean, my favorite villain... Oh man, it's honestly my favorite villain from the animated series is um Mr. Freeze and Clayface. Yeah, the tragic um, ones. They're just like but it, they're like, you know what I mean? They're like grandiose, right? Joker too, obviously. That's his whole MO. But this one is sort of it's a subtle episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we get to see the life of a peripheral character. Right, which I think is really special, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and it made us sort of kind of feel sorry for him. This is a man who like seems unshakable, but in the journey of the episode, he is in fact phased by the death threats. Right, he's like drinking the coffee and he's shaking. Right, yeah. he like is nervous. Um, so there's humanity there, right? We're able to see the humanity in Bullock, so then we can excuse him from being a total asshole later on in the series, right? Yeah, and he is—he uh, did seem shaken by the fact that it was a neighbor or, yeah. or the guy, you know, a building manager, whoever he is. And they, you know, he has that line about like, oh, if it were this, you know, Vinny the Shark or some other perp, right? That's yeah. one thing, but a person I know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, which is like. In a way, it's a little bit sad because I don't, I don't know if Bullock is really aware of how monstrous he comes across. Do you know no. what I mean? Like he's one, and it's. I mean, I know people like that who are just sort of like, kind of very. They're monsters, but they don't know that they are, you know? And they're yeah. just like, why do people hate me so much? And it's like, well, you're kind of a monster, you but know? But then if you tell them that they're like, what? Oh, it'll, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it'll destroy them, though. That's a thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and Bullock is one of those people, right? Like, he's one of those people that if you're like, hey, Bullock, you're an asshole. He's like, wait, what? Can't people see I was just joking around? You're an asshole. Yeah, exactly. And then he's just destroyed. You know? Yeah, I would like to think that he had some reflection after this. Yeah, or maybe not. Maybe it was just like... Cool, I caught the guy. The end. <laughs> the end. Let me store more garbage inside my apartment. Oh, I love collecting garbage. <laughs> maybe that maybe that's his thing. <laughs> there were bags of garbage in his room, Justin. There were bags uh, of garbage. It's too Not one sad. Bag, two, I think. At least two. Yeah. No, that's my dresser drawers. <laughs> Bullock. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on the show, Oscar. (laughs) Thanks for having me, Justin. It's a real treat. This was fun. 
That's the show. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show on Twitter at BTAS Podcast and me at Hey Justin. Donate to the show at patreon.com slash BTAS Podcast. Batman the Animated Podcast is hosted and made by me, Justin Michael. Tom Smith created the show logo and Casey Trela helped produce the theme song. Harry Chaskin is the booming voice of the podcast. Andrew Seeley is our show producer. Emma Erdbrink recorded and edited. And Yusung Liu helped coordinate. Last, thank you, as always, to This American Life producer, Tori Malatia, who recently left me a voicemail that only said, I think you're a freak and a menace, and those are your good points. Tori, that is the nicest thing you've said in recent memory. Thank you so much. Guys, okay, tune in next week for the second part of our coverage of A Bullet for Bullock and the final episode this year of Batman the Animated Podcast with the voice of Bullock himself, Robert Costanza. <laughs>